Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Kate. And that's Dave. Hi, friends. And the soup of the day is Shay, which is a Vietnamese cold dessert containing sugar, coconut milk with many different varieties of other ingredients. Mm. Delicious. Have you ever heard of a dessert soup? Melted ice cream. Does that count? Yeah, it counts. Okay, then yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we didn't really. Let's let's plug shit. Oh yeah, you can find us on Twitter at SassAteMyBaby. You can find us on Instagram at SasquatchAteMyBaby, Facebook at SasquatchAteMyBaby, and you can email us your ghost stories, your Bigfoot sightings, any alien sightings, paranormal inventions. Inventions. That's Abductions. I, abduction. No, I don't know what you said. I don't know what I said. Um, Inventions too. Yeah. We'll take those. And your hand-drawn dick pics to SasquatchAteMyBaby <laughs> at gmail.com. Hand-drawn dick pics. Brilliant. I'm never giving that up. <laughs> never going to give it up. <laughs> That's what he was singing about. Yeah. Oh, dogs. Dick pics for everyone. After Now that Court's been giving the dogs treats, they've... Uh, They've been hanging out inside a lot. Yeah. Getting cuddles and shit. You live with your girlfriend now. The listeners don't know that. Don't know that. Oh, yeah. Courtney lives here now. <laughs> <laughs> As of two days ago. Uh, How's that yeah. going? It's been two days and it's been... She basically lived here before, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now her shit's just here. <laughs> and we reorganized the house. I like Actually, it. Actually, I did this while she slept the morning that we moved. We are in a new podcast studio, technically. We're technically in a different room. Different. I guess, technically. <laughs> Is it a different room, though? No, you have an open concept. It's across the room. Yeah. It's the total opposite side of the room. Yeah. I can see a different door this time. You can see two doors. Yeah. Well, I didn't consider that one. The wall door? The wall door. Yeah. You good there? Yeah, I'm All just right. trying to get us some content. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, I think we got some stuff. Let's let's start with. Uh, well, what's new with you? Anything new? I had another you comedy moved. show. Oh, I did move. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so much has happened since our oh, last yeah, episode. Yeah, your comedy show. I got, had to miss it. Yeah, uh, since our last episode, I think I've had two comedy shows because we skipped a week of posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've had two comedy s- shows since then. I went to Lake Down Shakedown, and I saw Snoop. I saw Snoop, um, and then I got I, I no, I got stood up before that. No, yeah, we talked about you getting stood up with Jordan. Yeah, okay. So I've only had one comedy show since then. Then okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that one it went really well, and I Did just you take a video. I did. I'll give it to you. Cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll put it on the Instagram. Nice. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I've just, I'm really enjoying it and I'm getting a lot more comfortable and I really appreciate the comedy community that we have here in Nanaimo because everyone's been really supportive and like they've come up to me after shows and been like, hey, like, good job. Like you can tell that you're getting better and like. And hey, you're better than like a bunch of the people <laughs> doing this. One guy did say that. <laughs> see <laughs> he's like you're a natural i was like not really <laughs> um i realized uh yesterday i think that all the jokes that i had written to go on stage one day mm-hmm. were in the phone that i destroyed 
Oh, no. You can't memorize them, though? I'll, I could bring some of yeah, them back, I'm sure. I think you could. I believe in you. Yeah. I did have one guy that wasn't like a like a normal person of the community, not like one of the regulars that I see, but he was just an audience member come up to me afterwards because I did um, the good old-fashioned guy's anal joke. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that joke. Um, And he comes up to me and he goes, you had a really good set tonight. Like, um, you did a great job. And I just want you to know that I'm a good old-fashioned guy. <laughs> and I was like, "Thanks, man," and hugged him. I didn't because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, you were supposed to have anal sex with him. No, oh, clearly. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So you're gonna probably get a lot of that as an attractive woman doing stand-up comedy. Probably. Like your first set, that old dude yelled at you. Yeah, he's a, he's um regular. Yeah. Like I think he. He's there all the time. Yeah. yeah. I think he has stakes in the bar. <laughs> You think? Yeah. Or he just loves comedy. No, I think he has like stakes in it. Yeah, fair enough. Because he always has a reserve table. Oh, is that always his? Mm-hmm. I got you. <clears throat> he always takes the biggest table. Well, because he always has people with him. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough then. Yeah, he usually has like two to four people with him. Yeah. They, uh, that place fills out. Yeah, well, it's been a lot more filled out lately too because the night market's been going on. Star. Oh yeah, (laughs) come for the main attraction, the opener, Kate. (laughs) Oh, you do good. Yeah, I've been trying. You got a show coming up though. Yep, August Mm second with the floorboards from either Kamloops or Kelowna. Uh, They're all K's. Uh, we were gonna, or we were offered Just a from show. the Okanagan. Yeah. There you <laughs> yeah, there go. You They're go. from the Okanagan. Yeah. Uh, Liam offered us a show on the 31st of this of month? August. Oh. oh. But we can't take it. Why? Chad's gonna be out of town. What a dick. That's what I said. Do it without him. <laughs> <laughs> without the guitar player? Yeah. Okay. You don't need guitar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that to him, too. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been, because Tama Hills is basically they're like they're gonna be something oh yeah they're huge right now they're huge at least here yeah and it was gonna be their first show of their tour mm-hmm. on a saturday night we've only played monday nights i guess with the four boards it'll be a friday night but yeah that would have been a great show and chad fucked it up <laughs> well i think you and tama hills can collaborate again in the future yeah i told him mm-hmm. when i had to decline the offer we can still go to that just, show though so i'm definitely can. going to that yeah. show yeah but yeah, I told them that in the future. Yeah. Ask again, please. Liam's the nicest human being I've ever met. He honestly <laughs> is. He, I it just, I don't even have words to describe him. Like he's such a great person. Yeah. I like, I genuinely f- feel lucky to have him as one of my close friends. You should. So. And he's an awesome musician. Yeah. He's very supportive and he's supportive of other bands and... Go check out Tama Hills. Yeah, I'm actually going to a fundraiser for them tonight. Yeah. But that'll be passed. But if you guys still want to, like, donate to him, I don't know, find him on Facebook. (laughs) And be like, hey, we heard on on Sasquatch My Baby that you're doing a fundraiser for your band's tour. And here's the cover that I would have given you if I'd known about the show in advance on Sasquatch My Baby. (laughs) Yeah. And if you really want to support him, go find his tour dates Mm -hmm. and go see him. Yeah. He'll be playing on the 31st at the Cambia in Nanaimo. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing, he said it was an Eastern tour. 
Eastern Canada tour. Yeah. You're better than me because you actually knew the date of his show. Well, he was offered it to me. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Go check out them, their stuff on social media. I'm sure it's all there. Yeah. And they're on Spotify. You can follow them there as well. Yeah. And Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. They probably have a website. I don't know about that uh, one. Just Google them. You can buy their album on iTunes. There you go. They have a great cover of Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Yep. <laughs> it's my favorite song. <laughs> okay. It's good. And on stage, he has like one of the cats stuffed to one of them from the aristocrats. Mm-hmm. Aristocats. Aristocats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll do that and come check out uh, the floorboards and Astral Curse on the second. Rock and roll. And go check out Kate every other Thursday. Yep. At the Corner Lounge. Yep. Anybody go with you? Uh, my friend Tim and my friend Manish. Is Tim the guy we went camping with a couple years ago? Yep, he's coming camping tomorrow too. Yep. Oh, that's another thing that's new. It's my birthday. Oh yeah, happy birthday Thanks. in a couple of days. Tomorrow. <laughs> what day is it today? It's the 12th. I thought it was the 11th. So No, the 11th is Trevor's birthday. Happy birthday, Trevor. Right. Yes, happy birthday to all. Yeah. I sent him a message. I'm like, I'm running late. I can't make it to your thing. And he goes, we've already left. And I was like, dad life. <laughs> what time was it? Like six. <laughs> well, they got there at like 4.30. Yeah. I, mean, I guess dad life. Fair enough. But you'd think on your birthday, you'd just Keep leave going. the wife and kids at home and yeah. go party. He's and do it on a weekend. Man. So like if you had done it tonight... We could have been there. Yeah. Other I'm, than that, you could have been there. I think I'm just going to go there. camping on my birthday for the rest of my life. Well, it's the right time of year. Yeah. And then because I can go camping like on my birthday or around my birthday, when I do have kids and stuff, they can just fucking come and then go do kid things while I get shit-faced. Well, they'll swim. You'll swim with a beer. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, what? I mean, this isn't podcast topics, but do you have a noodle I can borrow? I bought two in anticipation that someone wouldn't have something to float on. Up top. <laughs> and I can grab a couple extra ones for my parents, too. Awesome. Cool, cool, Because cool. I wanted to buy one today, and then I was like, then I didn't. Yeah. That's what happened. No. I knew someone wouldn't have one. <laughs> and they're the big ones, too, that I got. Good. I'm a big human being. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I thought you were like four foot two. I'm four of you at least. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's talk about the shit that's in the news right now. Yep. Where are you going to be on September 20th? I was thinking about heading down to Nevada for, I don't know, maybe gambling or something's going on. Gambling's around. for pussies. Yeah. We're going to storm Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> This is blown up. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Like, I think it's going to be an actual problem. Like, people are going to actually show up <laughs> with the amount of people that have said yes to it. Uh, last I checked, it was like over 300,000. Yeah. Maybe, four, no. Yeah. Like, obviously not that many people are going to go because I said yes, but there's no way that I'm, one, going to get time off work. <laughs> Two, <laughs> we'll have the money to do that. It doesn't cost much. It's cheap to get to Nevada. I'm so broke right now. It's not even funny. But you won't be in September and it's cheap to get to the, and chances are you're going to die if you participate in it. So it doesn't matter if you're broke. So let's talk, talk about what's actually going to happen. I mean, everybody knows. Yeah. But a bunch of people are planning on storming area 51 because they figure they can't they stop all can't of them. Stop all of us. 
Little do they know that they are probably armed with machine guns that fire over 3,000 rounds a second. I don't think that they would do that. There's signs everywhere that says we will shoot to kill. I honestly think that maybe it's a diversion. They're probably moving all the aliens right now. Yeah, they never should have let it got out, I guess. That's a good point. Yeah. Not a way to do it through, like, grassroots. Maybe it's the the plan is to divert them with this. Like, look, we're going to attack you on September 20th. So they're like, all right, we got to move everything out. Mm-hmm. So now there's a couple of people watching them starting to take things out, and then they're going to jump that convoy. Boom, aliens. The truth is coming out no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Basically what we're getting at. I have a yeah. feeling this is what's going to happen. Some shit's going to go down on that day because people are actually going to show up and wreak havoc. It's n- not just shit posting at this point. Well, there's so many people that at least a percentage of them are insane. Oh, yeah. And willing to do it. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. But after that, they're going to be like, okay, well, this is like a big security breach, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, all the people that RSVP'd, yes, they're going to start investigating 300,000 people. And we're going to get <laughs> knocks on our doors. And like, I'll have just been eating my like morning Cheerios and I'll be like probably not wearing pants and I'll open my door. And then some guy will take me to a room and waterboard me. <laughs> That would make a great story for the show. <laughs> so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, I'd have to be the CIA in Canada. Mm-hmm. The FBI wouldn't come here. Well, they might. Uh, maybe they'll partner with like CSIS or something. Yeah. You're fucked. That's yeah. why I'm staying away from it. You didn't even RSVPS? No, because if I say it, then they'll expect me. <laughs> you don't want to let anyone down yeah you're like maybe <laughs> but if i just show up and i'm like yeah i'm just i'm here and then the government won't know that i said it mm-hmm. they won't see me coming fair enough because they're gonna like all those people who did say yes they are gonna watch them obviously because they have the manpower to do that mm-hmm. and if people start booking flights to nevada for that day or around that time those people are not gonna get on those planes yeah. They're going to be arrested and waterboarded. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to tell, unless they're just driving across the country. Yeah. But even then, they'll track you. I wonder if uh, flight prices are going to skyrocket to Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cool, though. It's a good idea. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure if they wanted to, they could kill all of them. If they wanted to. Mm-hmm. With, well, they probably have alien uh, alien technology. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or if they really wanted to, to stop any casualties and it happening, throw a few thousand soldiers outside the gates and be like, there's way more than there normally is. Now, if you rush us, we will kill you all. Yeah. A few thousand, you said? Well, you know what I mean. Hmm. Thousands. There's no way four hundred to 300,000 people are going to show up. No. I'd say at the most, generously, 2,000 people will be there. That's still a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's not even 10% of the people. No. But I, don't, I think people are like you, just talking shit. Oh, yeah. I'm totally talking <laughs> shit. Leave the aliens alone. They're doing fine. <laughs> are they, though? Didn't you ever see that movie with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and Oh, Paul. Yeah, that one. 
<laughs> yeah, I saw that once or twice. That alien needed to escape Area 51. Because mm-hmm. they were mean to him, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. They bullied him. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the premise of the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your skin and how short you are. <laughs> and you laugh like Seth Rogen. What are you, Canadian? <laughs> yeah. Are Canadian immigrants ever considered aliens? Like Mexican immigrants? I don't think so. <laughs> they blend right in. Yeah, could we sneak over to America really easily? Oh, yeah. And they probably wouldn't there. care. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, nah, you're good. Let's do it. No, I'm good here. Never mind. <laughs> I'm perfectly good here. There's an opportunity with my current job that I could go down there and do like some American stuff, maybe even long term. And when my boss was kind of like trying to present the idea to me, I was like, mm, don't know if I'd want to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. I was like, I get it. I just signed a lease. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I want to talk about? Anything else you want to add to Area 51? No. Oh, my mom's stuff. Oh, yeah. My mom recently drove around America all over the bitch. And she started in Georgia, went to other places. Oh, interesting. Went to uh, uh, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. Philadelphia. Went to New York and New Jersey, like Washington and shit. Mm-hmm. Did she see the world's largest ball of yarn? I don't think so. Mm. She sat in a big chair once. Well, that's almost as exciting. <laughs> but even more exciting, well, she was in uh, Philadelphia. She went to Eastern State Penitentiary. <gasps> she did? Which you may remember from such episodes as that one episode we did. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had looked into what it was called. Uh, So she went there. She says, it was incredible, but no one got sucked into a wall. But no one got sucked into a wall. (laughs) Yeah. Disappointing. There's a bunch of pictures we'll probably put up. We should probably do social media stuff. We never do that anymore. (laughs) I'm busy. So have I. I understand. We have life happening to us. Yeah. I mean. July has been rough. Yeah. The last, like, four months have been rough. (laughs) Like, real rough. Both mentally, physically, and time-wise. Yeah. Um, She said it was great, though. And it was super creepy. And you'll see it in the pictures. Um, But, well, they started in Savannah, Mm -hmm. in Georgia. And uh, one day, or the first day, maybe. Yeah, the first day. They were just wandering around the city. And there was a giant cemetery in the middle of town. So they went into it, and they found a section that was like a mass grave of 700 people who died of yellow fever. So that's exciting. Uh, That evening, they went on a ghost pub tour, and part of the tour was to that cemetery, where they then found out that uh, the the tour guide told them that five women and seven men had also gone to that cemetery in the past, and they felt completely drained of energy. Mm Mm-hmm. And then my mom perked up because she got really excited because after they went to that cemetery, all of them had to go have a nap. Oh. Because of the ghosts. Sucking their energy. Who died of yellow fever. Yep. And now they're added to the list of people who, for that tour guide to talk about. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. 
That's ghosty. I like that. For an episode where we decided we were going to talk about ghosts, that's the only ghost part of this episode. Oh, is it? (laughs) Same. (laughs) But. No, I got a little ghost thing. Okay, tell me a ghost. Okay. So, recently in Canadian news, um, this was put out by the National Post. Did you know that uh, the profession of being a chiropractor was invented by a ghost? Do tell. Okay, so there was this guy. Um, Let's see if I can pull up his name real quick. I think I have it. So there was this guy and he was like a magnetic healer and his name was David, no, sorry, Daniel David Palmer. Um, and he was born in Port Perry, Ontario in 1845. And he's the like founder of chiropractory. <laughs> I don't know what the word is of being a chiropractor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Um, he moved to Davenport, Iowa when he was 20 and that's where he took up the magnetic healing and he was also a school teacher and he raised bees and he had a grocery store. Dude was busy. Yeah, he was very busy, but he was also a spiritualist. So the idea of becoming a chiropractor came to him after he had a seance and he communicated with a spirit of a doctor named Jim Atkinson who had died 50 years prior. And the doctor told him to start cracking bones. Yeah. It was like, this, this is what will like heal people. And so, um, David Palmer, no, Daniel David Palmer says that are said that 95% of all diseases are due to subluxations. Um, and they occur when one or more of the bones of the spine move out of position and create pressure on spinal nerves, causing all sorts of diseases by interfering with the flow of nerve impulses between the brain and the body. So he considered chiropractory to be like a religion. Um, and he, he say, stated that the practice must have a religious head, one who is a founder, as did Christ and Muhammad, others who have founded religions and others who have founded religions. I am the fountain head. So he saw wow. like something that's like an actual medical profession now. Yeah. As like that. Anyway, so he's uh, opened a school <laughs> of chiropractic um, medicine, I guess. Oh, that is a word. Chiropractic? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the word you said before. Oh, it's not? Okay. <laughs> I think you said chiropractic. No. <laughs> my bad. Um, and yeah, now it's like an actual like widely used alternative medicine that how do you think people like if there was no chiropractic before that chiropractic i said it now is that a word no chiropractic if there was no chiropractors before him Mm -hmm. how do you think those first people took it he's like just lay down let me start snapping your spine (laughs) it'll be fine i promise i they would have to be really trusting yeah because I would not let anyone do a lot of things to me. And what year did you say it was? 18 something. Okay, that's enough time to make it be as big as it is now. Yeah. So that's over like 100 years. Yes. It's 150 years ago. Yep. Once you like add, add the plus 2000s together. and the minus 1900s. Carry the 30. Yeah, carry the 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, Divide it by the square root of orange. We have a friend who's a chiropractor. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't really know. <laughs> You've met him. I've met him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's actually my best friend. He's my 67th best friend. He's just right ahead of Chad. 
Well, it's the husband of world famous podcaster. Emma. Emma. I don't know if she, I don't think she has his last name. No, she has her own last name. Yeah. 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 Uh, you can find them. At Second on, Impressions. Uh, Second Impressions podcast. And here's a word from them. Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second, Second Impressions, Impressions, where we'll try anything twice. Each week, we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly, we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Nailed it! (laughs) Uh, You got anything else before I dive into this topic? No. Nothing? No. Nobody responded? Uh, well, I got a response that said, um, well, the person that I was talking to, cause I was like, Hey, like ask these people for ghost stories. And the person that I was talking to, tell them my story about the screaming lady. And I, well, I kind of remember it, but I'm not, but gr- not really like, I no, I remember it enough, but I was also like, that just sounded like a screaming lady to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's not really a ghost story yeah, to so, you. He had this story. I'll, I'll tell it anyway. So sure. um, this is one of the guys from Kate Date 2019. <laughs> ah, <laughs> okay. which one? Uh, this, the new Kyle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we had this story where he was driving with like an ex-girlfriend and this lady just like jumped in front of his car and was like screaming. And then he like moved on with his life. sounds like a crazy lady (laughs) but then like recently or not recently but like a few years later he was staying in a basement suite of like a friend Mm -hmm. in the same area and he i think he might have been stoned in the story (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) and he was sleeping downstairs but i guess they like at that time would like leave their doors unlocked all the time and like he'd be able to hear anything but then the upstairs people started like check like freaking out and checking something out he goes up there to see what's going on and they're like didn't you hear that lady just screaming on the porch and i guess there was a lady that like matched the description of the lady that jumped in front of the car well, that's a that's a fun story it's i don't a know fun if it's story. a ghost story though. that's what i said i was like that just sounds like a coincidence but it could be a ghost story but he believes in ghosts so points on him for kate date 2019 good so he's got one check mark in a column <laughs> After we ripped him apart on the last episode, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got, I, I don't know. When I listened to it, it wasn't that bad. That's true. We yeah. just, I, well, I called him a drug addict. <laughs> Is he? You, know, you no. just said he was high. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did um, listen to the episode. And what we said about him, he said, after what I did, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. And I got a good comedy bit out of it for yeah. my routine. Um, and you really like him. Yep, we're just going to announce that on the podcast. You told me that. Do you want me to cut that part out? I don't care. It's fine. I just You don't want him to hear that. <laughs> he needs to think I'm a woman of mystery, okay? No, it doesn't matter. Okay, um, my bad. It was more like it for like other people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Let's Stop trying to cock block me. Later, if you want me to cut it out, I will. No, it's fine. Um, I forgot what my train of thought was, though. Oh, yeah, I got a good story about it. And then um, after that, on our actual first date, I show up there. And I didn't actually leave my house until I knew he was at the restaurant, which is smart. I like that. (laughs) And I go up, and then he's talking about how 
he's like you're not gonna believe this story and i was like what you fell asleep again i don't i don't know where this is going years ago i saw a woman she screamed in front of my car (laughs) (laughs) and then i talked to um another lady and they said there hasn't been a woman around here for 29 years Oh, that was awesome. Okay. Um, what was his actual story? So he was like, you're not going to believe what happened. And I was like, okay, what? And he's like, these aren't my pants. Explain. So I guess he went to go get into his car and he went to go like put his keys into his um, pocket and his keys just fell out. So he had a giant hole in his pants. Okay. But he was literally on his way to come see me and he couldn't just like be late or like stand me up kind of, of thing. So he had to call a friend to come and give him his pants. So wait, there was a hole in his pocket? Yeah. Or in his pants? In his pants. But like, okay, fair enough. I guess you could like see. Because if it was just a hole in your pocket, use the other pocket. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it was like, in in the pocket area right and yeah. then but you could like see and i was like well is it something i would have noticed and he was like no like my shirt kind of goes below it but <laughs> but still he, he wanted an- to look good <laughs> he wore another person's pants <laughs> to the date that's uh that's fun yeah i like that yeah or he was lying or he's lying <laughs> they were his pants all <laughs> I want you to go to his house and find those pants. Yeah. If they're there, they're his pants. Okay. If they're gone, friend's pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to Nancy Drew this. Find out if he's really a liar. Was he really asleep? Were those really his pants? Things we're going to find out in Kate Date 2019. <laughs> oh, this is so exciting. Mm. <laughs> Good. Yeah. All right, what's next? Um, oh, I have another friend who had a ghost story too. All right. It's a lot shorter. It's two sentences. <laughs> okay. I asked her. I was like, do you have a ghost story? And she goes, I hate ghosts. And I was like, why do you hate ghosts? And she's like, well, one time I was walking with a friend on Hornby and I saw this woman in all white. She was screaming. <laughs> in front of a car. <laughs> no, in all white. And she walked to the edge of a cliff and she just kept walking and she fell down. And then we went and looked and there was nothing there. And she's like, and I just didn't fucking like that. <laughs> she's like, so I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> so she believes that she watched a woman kill herself instead of she believes in ghosts. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, it's more logical. Yeah. I think it was just that there's something that wasn't explainable and she did not like her brain did not compute. Right. So, well, yeah, that's a pretty traumatizing moment. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Because I got ghost stories. All right, well, let's talk about abductions. Okay. <laughs> Not alien. Oh, okay. Ooh, kidnappings. Mm-hmm. Is this another thing from the news? Yes. Recently? This was sent to me by, well, we haven't talked about him in a long time, my friend Ryan, who lives in Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Well, he sent me an article, and then I dove into the, the depths of the abduction, and now <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> Emanuela Orlandi. Disappeared in Rome on June 22nd, 1983 at the age of 15. Scared yet? Well, she was 15. Being 15 kind of sucked. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess the hormones were raging. So, she lived in the in Vatican City. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on her second year of high school. 
but it was June, so school was done for the year. But she continued to take flute lessons three times a week. Hmm. That's dedication to the art. Mm-hmm. Three times a week. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I can't even commit to washing my hair three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it better not to wash your hair, though? Yeah. I guess so. There you go. So you're just doing it on purpose. <laughs> uh, she would regular, regularly take the bus to music school. Well, she would take the bus and then walk the rest of the way, mm-hmm. which was about a quarter of a K. Uh, so June 22nd, she was late for school. Uh, but she called her sister and explained to her that she was late because she had a job offer from an Avon Cosmetics rep. Oh, except for they'll hire anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and her sister told her to talk it over with her parents first, um, but she didn't. Mm. Uh, so she allegedly met with the rep shortly before her music lesson, making her late. And after the lesson, she told her friend uh, about it. And then her friend left her and another girl at the bus stop and just went on her life. So uh, then... She was last seen getting into a large, dark-colored BMW. Mm. The last official sighting of a Manuela. Okay. Okay. No, I just have a theory. But right, I think let's hear it. you may confirm or deny. Let's hear it. Did the Pope kidnap her? Maybe. Okay. Let's get into it. Did the Catholics just in general? There's theories. Okay. There's many theories. And is the Pope a ghost? Yes, that's why he's white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 3 o'clock the next day, June 23rd, her parents called the school to find out where she was, and they were just like, maybe she's with some friends. Mm-hmm. You going to plug in? All right. I'm to do it silently. Oh, my bad. My cover. <laughs> uh, she was then declared a missing person that day because she wasn't with her friends. You know, that's kind of unusual. Like, usually when it's teenagers running away, they're like, or not running away, disappearing, they're like, it's a runaway. Like, give well, them 15 days to 100 and then we'll talk. Well, if you if you want your kid to be declared missing, you're allowed to do that no matter what. That whole, like, waiting hours time stuff is bullshit. Um, so over the next two days, uh, an announcement was with all our info and the family's phone numbers and shit were uh, put into several of the newspapers around Rome and shit. Uh, June 25th at 6 p.m., a phone call from a 16-year-old boy named Pierre Luigi uh, said that he and his fiance, Sue was 16 and had a fiance, it's weird, uh, that they, they met her that afternoon at Piazza Novana, which is a square in Rome. Uh, he described her to a T, flute and all, and uh, But he said that she had just got a haircut by the looks of it. And when she introduced herself, she called herself Barbarella. And, said, <laughs> and she admitted, she's like, I ran away from home and I'm selling Avon. <laughs> <laughs> but there's more. Okay. Barbarella, right. I sell Avon. Yes. And I ran she, away from and home. Na- you know what? They just have to look up their top rep. And there you go. Barbarella. Barbarella. <laughs> there's more though. Okay. We're going to get deeper. June 28th, a man named Mario. So first we got Pierre Luigi, and now we have Mario. Mm, okay. Uh, so he called and said he owned a bar near Ponte Vit- Vittorio, uh, which was between the Vatican and the music school she went to. Mm-hmm. She called herself Barbara this time, 
and confided in him saying that she ran away from home, but she was going to go home on the 30th, mm-hmm. two days later, for her sister's wedding. Aww. She didn't make it to that wedding. No, she was supposed to be the maid of honor, probably. Probably. Uh, so, weddings are wonderful, too. Yeah, she definitely would have made it if she could. Yeah. So, Open bar. <laughs> and it's like the Vatican, so you're allowed to drink wine and shit, right? Wait, wait was the wedding in the Vatican? They, did they host weddings at the Vatican? It was in Vatican City. And her family was like knew the Pope and shit. Her dad worked for like the bank of the Pope. I don't think the Vatican hosts weddings. No, I'm not saying that her wedding was at the Vatican, but it was in Vatican City. All right. (laughs) Or Rome. Uh, So July 3rd, Pope John Paul II, during Angelus, which is some kind of prayer that he does, Mm -hmm. uh, appealed. You're not a Catholic, are you? No. Okay. (laughs) I've never been to church in my life. Uh, so he appealed to those responsible for her disappearance, which then made this not a runaway, a kidnapping, according to the Pope. And people listen to the Pope. Yeah. Are you a Catholic? My family is. I guess you're Irish. Uh, it's not that side of the family. <laughs> That's really? Not, yeah. <laughs> and my dad's side is um, is Roman Catholic, but they're French and English, maybe a little Irish. Scandinavian apparently I don't know but um, French Canadian old ladies are super Catholic I guess so they're like the Latinos of Canada (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of standing and sitting and then yeah saying prayers it's not for me maybe it is I've never been for your sins and then sitting again and then sitting again yeah (laughs) I don't know. I'm not I'm not very good at religion myself. When was the last time you went to church? Probably over 15 years. <laughs> yep. It's a long time. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. <laughs> Blessed art thou among women. No. That's how you repent. That's how you get rid of your sins. Okay. Is that, like you'll tell them and then. To your Hail Marys. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about those. I watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so two days later, after he appealed to the people, the family received the first of several anonymous calls. Well, I guess they weren't anonymous because the people claimed to be the gray wolves. Oh, that sounds cool. Exciting. I just, I like that name. Does it sound like something it sounds like a Turkish cool... Nazis would do? Oh, no. It sounds like a cool band that I listen to. I'd be like, yeah, have you guys heard that song with the gray wolves? Yeah, they're yeah. a bunch of Turkish ultra-nationalist, neo-fascist uh, youths. I guess I shouldn't be as excited about their <laughs> name then, huh? No. Fucking cool, brah. It's a good name, though. Um, and they claimed to have Emanuela, and they wanted to trade her for a man named Ahmet Ali Agka. Trade him. This was a man who had murdered... Um, a journalist, mm-hmm. and on May 13th, 1981, he shot Pope John Paul II at St. Peter's Square. Okay, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. You get him. You get that guy. Yep. You handcuff, handcuff, <laughs> you handcuff him behind his back. Mm-hmm. Okay. You implant him with a tracking device. Okay. You make the trade. 
You don't think he's going to be like, hey, there's a tracking device? No, 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 because you you have to drug him first. Oh, my bad. Yeah, he doesn't know. He's just like, damn, did they give me a tattoo in the back of my shoulder? Like, that hurts. (laughs) 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 And to be smart, they would tattoo over the the thing. So, like, we did tattoo you. There's no scar. You can't even tell. It says, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my car? Yeah. Um, And then... They tra- make the trade, get the girl back, and then they take Track SWAT team, down. like Vatican SWAT team. The, the Swiss guards. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> they go get them, bring it back. Yeah. That's a great plan. You, no one said you don't have to like lie in the process of like getting people well, back. Bad Catholics guys lie. Stuff. They can just do a fucking Hail Mary. And the Catholics lie all the time. Yeah. Like raping children. <laughs> yeah. Cover ups. Yeah. Let's cover this shit up, too. Wait, was Pope John Paul II the one who helped with the cover-ups, or was that a different Oh, pope? I don't know what that intensely... Yeah, I don't, don't follow the we Catholics. We don't need to talk about that shit anyway. I'm like, hey, Catholics, what up? I like your plan. They didn't do that. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> More organizations need to hire me. Was, I have brilliant ideas. It was 1983. Yeah. Well, you know what? They could have just come up with a fucking time machine, flash forward to 2019, where all these, like brilliant ideas are seeping out of my brain i've got nowhere to put them hold the phone who needs a time machine when you have a fucking tv that shows any moment in time oh right they could have watched this moment on their vatic what was that thing called the chronovision the chronovisor and then boom they would have known from this podcast so you know what i think that's proof that the chronovisor doesn't exist oh shit you just blew my mind yeah i mean they would use this material yeah, 100%. Of this is the most popular podcast of 2019. <laughs> There's no way they would miss that in, on Chronovision. Exactly. And <laughs> our trending hashtag, KateDate2019. Like, but there's also more information. So it's possible the gray wolves don't have her. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. That You know what? That just made that conspiracy work. For there's me. still so many more pages. <laughs> <laughs> So should we move on? Yeah, move on. Well, we're still talking about those people, but... (laughs) So July 6th, a young man with an American accent informed ANSA News Agency, which is something in Italy, Mm -hmm. of the demand for the exchange. And they asked for the Pope's participation. And they said they're going to leave a basket in the public square near the parliament with proof they had uh, Emanuela. It was just an Avon catalog. (laughs) 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 Write down your orders and we'll deliver it later. This whole thing, Avon Point. <laughs> it was their worst marketing scheme. It didn't go over well, and now they're trying to cover it up. But this whole thing's back in the news, so maybe it's just the long con. Because mm. we're talking about Avon right now. That's true. We're advertising for them. And if you guys would like to buy some Avon products, you can find them at... <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to sell Avon. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Um, anyway, Dave's Jul- mom's house. <laughs> yeah, she uh, really wants to re-kickstart that career, so give her a call. Yes, her number is <laughs> uh, July eighth. A man with a Middle Eastern accent called one of Emanuela's classmates, saying they had twenty days to make the exchange and asked for a line to the Vatican Secretary of State, Angostino Casseroli. Casseroli, the inventor of the casserole dish. <laughs> yes. You take the, which you can buy from Avon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's in their special features catalog. 
Um, anyway, eventually on the 18th, 10 days later, the line was installed and 16 calls were made from the American dude from phone booths. Mm. Uh, nothing came of that though. Uh, May 14th, 2001. That's a year that's somewhat recent. It's in the last 20 years. Oh, well, there's, we're going to get way more recent. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. The parish priests of, uh, of the Gregory the Seventh Church near the Vatican, discovered a small human skull missing the lower jaw Mm -hmm. and with an image of Padre Pio in the confessional. Um, I don't even know why this was on here because they didn't match it to her skull, but I wrote that down. (laughs) But did they not match it to her skull or did they like not prove or deny? Maybe that. Maybe that's why it's in there. Or prove or unprove. Uh, Yeah, probably. Uh, so the first theory, obviously, we've been talking about is the Orlandi Agka connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, during a prisoner interview, the the dude they wanted to exchange Agka, Ag, Agka, um, Ag, Ag. he said that she was alive uh-huh. and that she wasn't in danger and she was living in a cloistered convent somewhere. Mm. Uh, in the mid two thousands, Judge Ferdinando. Imposimato said that he had learned a lot about the gray wolves over the years and said that she is probably living perfectly integrated in a Muslim community and that she probably lived in Paris for a long time. Oh, that'd be really nice. He's the only one who believes that though. I I believe that. That's a very nice life <laughs> for her. Uh, She's a Parisian. Yeah. A Muslim Parisian. Yeah. I bet she has a like a croissant under the Eiffel Tower every day. Maybe. She has such a nice life. That would be nice to think. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> Me too. It's possible. Uh, so a letter in 2006 published by Agka uh, claimed that Emanuela and another girl who vanished in 83, Morella Gregori, mm-hmm. uh, were abducted in a plan to have him released like they talked about before. And they said they were taken to a royal palace in Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, that dude who they wanted to exchange was eventually released in January of 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, in November of the same year, he was interviewed and claimed that the Pope's assassination attempt that he had been a part of, he shot him, or shot him, uh, was all organized by the Vatican, and that the Vatican... Uh, abducted Emanuela as and kept her prisoner in a or still is in a central European country as a nun in a monastery and that her family visitors visits her from time to time but she's not allowed to leave so they're in on it too well you did say the Pope abducted her it goes all the way to the top fucking Pope second theory mm-hmm. organized crime okay I mean they are in Rome right Mm-hmm. Near Rome. The uh, Banda della Magliana family mm-hmm. um, possibly did it. A man in 2011 named Antonio Mancini was a former member of the gang. And uh, he claimed that they kidnapped her because, like I said, her dad was part of the big bank in the Vatican. Mm-hmm. He was like the head of it. And uh, that the mob had lent them money, the mm-hmm. Vatican which doesn't make sense because they're Catholic and they're rich. Mm, Yeah. But who knows? 
Um, so they were doing a series of different things to try and get them to pay them back, and one of them was kidnapping her. Mm-hmm. Um, on May 14th, 2012, Italian police opened the tomb of gangster Enrico de Pedi, who died in 1990. Uh, they did this because in 2005, an anonymous call was made to an Italian TV program that said that his tomb contained evidence of her disappearance. Hmm. They didn't find shit, though. Excuse me. Um, but in 2008, uh, Dave former girlfriend confessed that he had once told her that he had kidnapped her. Hmm. So a lot of people are making these claims. Uh, another theory is the Vatican sex scandal theory. This has to do with diddling little boys? Little girl. Oh. Emanuela. Oh. Um, they received... Um, information sorry oh yeah after because they they cracked open that gangster's grave in 2012 so this kind of renewed the whole excitement of the case mm-hmm. and an 85 year old exorcist named gabriel amorth i uh, love that exorcist is just like a real job yeah it's still it's, <laughs> it's awesome it's fantastic <laughs> yeah how often do you think they get to do it? Oh, I bet they do it all the time. I bet it's really hard to get an exorcism. Like, they're just booked up. It's like trying to get a nail appointment <laughs> in the same week that you, like, make the appointment. I don't know what that means. It's real hard. Okay. <laughs> I just had to reschedule my appointment, and I have to go it for, like, the following, following week. Seriously? Yeah. Well, I bet not all places are like that. Just the good ones, though. Yeah, well, I'm not going to go to a shitty place. I'm also not going to go to a shitty exorcist. That's true. <laughs> and there has to be two of them, so that's hard. Yeah. need a young priest and an old priest, obviously. We all know the rules. Uh, so this dude claimed that the Vatican police uh, abducted her for sex parties and then murdered her. He also said that some officials from an unnamed foreign embassy were involved. Hmm, unnamed and foreign. That could be anyone. Okay, so now this brings us to the summer of 2018. Ooh, that's last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Orlandi family were received a photo of an angel sculpture with the instructions, look where the angel is pointing. Okay. Interesting, right? That's very Nancy Drew. I love it. So Any more of it. That brings us to yesterday. Oh. <gasps> July 11th, 2019. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. So the angel they found Uh is pointing to the tombs. It's the same angel. Yeah. Okay. They found it. Okay. Of Princess Sophie von Hohenlohe, who died in 1836, and another tomb, Princess Carlotta Federica of Mecklenburg, who died in 1940. Okay. They opened them. <gasps> What's inside? What they found was nothing. Fuck you. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Okay. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. Wait, her, their skeletons weren't even there. Nothing <gasps> was in there. Something's interesting. The only thing they found was a room measuring four meters by three meters or 13 feet by 10 feet. And now we have a whole new mystery on our hands. So there's no bones. And it's a giant room. 
It's a giant. Well, it's a, it's like a mausoleum, isn't it? No, it should just be like a body in a grave-sized hole. Yeah. But it's a giant room. There's nothing in it. And nobody knows what it is. So. It's not even a mausoleum. No. <sighs> so now we need to find out. What's in both in of the room. graves. Just one of them. I mean, Sophie's. What's in the other one? Bones? Nothing was in it. And both of them were empty. Mm-hmm. And then one was a room. But neither of them had bones. And there was not an urn. There was not a scrap of anything inside. This is everything to me. This is like a <laughs> Nancy Drew mystery in real life. And I want to fucking fly out there. I want to follow the angel pointing finger. I want to pull a book off a shelf and have the door open. open. Yeah. I'm going to solve this bitch. This is my Nancy Drew mystery. Nancy's dad like sends her all over the world to do these random fucking things for all these people that he knows. Like, oh, well, you have a mystery where your friend was murdered. Don't worry. My 16-year-old daughter can come and help. And this is all coming from a woman yeah. who can't afford to get to Nevada, <laughs> but is going to Vatican City. <laughs> I don't. I will spend that money. I will budget. You know what? Maybe I just didn't want to like budget. Maybe I'll cut out my nails. I'll cut out my Starbucks coffee every day. I'll cut out my Sephora addiction. I will cut out everything that makes me poor. (laughs) (laughs) All great ideas. I should find a sugar daddy is what I should do. Yes, you should. (laughs) Okay. I don't know any rich guys. I love that you're so excited. This is exactly what I wanted to happen. Mm -hmm. We have a whole new mystery. What happened to all these girls? Well, the other ones were just bones because they were already dead. And where is Emanuela? Is she living in a monastery? I don't know. I'm going to find out in my mystery solving. My lawyer daddy's going to send me. <laughs> Your logging truck driving daddy is going to send you. Yeah. He's <laughs> not even a logging truck daddy right now because there's a, a big strike going on with the yeah. unions. Don't take away people's pensions, you dickwads. Is that what they want to do? <laughs> yeah. that's like They're trying to take away pensions. How do, how do they fucking think they can get away with that shit? they're trying there's other shit going on too but like that's a big one like yeah that's gigantic there's a lot of people that are so close like that have worked like the last 45 years with the plan that they're going to get pension and the people who already have existing pensions if that goes away their pension's going to go away. they probably rely on that of course that's why you have a pension yeah and like they've paid into this for years so why like why this horse shit it's absolute horse shit like obviously Who's doing this what company it's uh all of the companies i like think timber west island timberlands uh i think it's western forest or something like that fuck them yeah i don't know like the exact details because i'm not part of it obviously anymore mm-hmm. um but like there's not that many places that actually have pensions anymore and there's clearly not going to be canadian pensions for like everyday people by the time that we're old enough to get pensions like we're gonna have to figure something out or else we'll never retire i just started paying into a pension and i'm really scared it's gonna go away yeah well <laughs> yeah it could happen um so yeah like what the actual start getting rsps like that's what's gonna save your fucking ass I guess buy a so. house when i'm paying into into a pension it's so expensive <laughs> i don't have money for rsps yeah well do both get Courtney to do the RSPs you do the pension yeah. and then combined you'll be fine um, and then if you guys buy a house that you'll have that invested and then you'll get equity from that and then when you guys are ready to retire you guys can sell that house like downsize so that you and use the rest to live off you'll 
cash in for your RSPs and hopefully keep your pension. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, like that. But there's no way they're going to get away with that. Oh, they, if they fucking can't, there's no way. Like other companies that don't already have it, like I'm never some, I'm not someone who's ever going to get a pension because of my line of work. Like we just don't have it. Right. But yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I do have to start being more financially responsible. <laughs> Fuck my life. My goodness. Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> but what's more exciting? Pension loss or myster- mysterious girls missing? Mysterious girls missing, obviously. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty awesome, though. Thanks for Ryan for pointing that out. Yeah, Ryan, you're the bomb. I'm sorry I don't play Pokemon Go anymore. Does he still play it? I don't know. No, I sent him a gift once. <laughs> That's nice. We were friends on it for a sec for a hot minute. Why don't you play it anymore? Um, because my AR camera, like um, mm-hmm. like artificial reality camera, got like stuck on, and I couldn't figure out how to turn it off, and I didn't like turning around to try and find my Pikachu. So mm. I was just like, I'll just delete you. It's fine. You could reinstall it. I could, but I don't. That don't, won't guarantee that it's fixed. But you haven't even tried. Nope. <laughs> I also don't have <laughs> enough storage on my phone. Oh, all right. Yeah. You need more of that. Yeah, then I have to start making more money to be able to afford a new phone. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you want to buy a tablet? I already have a tablet. Does anybody in the podcast world want to buy a tablet? <laughs> <laughs> I just got one for free. And you already had one. And I don't want one. Just give it to Courtney. She doesn't want it either. Why? Because nobody has a use for a tablet. I watched. Well, actually, I lied to you. I haven't charged my iPad in over six months. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> but when I had it and I wanted to watch Netflix on the go, it was great. I'm never going to bring it anywhere. I used to word process on it. I used to write scripts on it because I had That's a little not, keyboard. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I have a computer. Okay, whatever. I don't even write. Well, I and do. when I do, it's in this notebook. I do. I write. I write my comedy. Oh no! My funny jokes. Yeah, I sure wrote my jokes in a fucking notebook. They're can, gone now. Can I? T- can I tell you the joke? The, the joke. Um, the one about being stood up. Yeah, if you want to not put it on air. I mean, if you don't, if you're fine with putting it on the air. Yeah, oh, I'm fine with any of my jokes being on the air. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Especially my dildo jokes. Um, (laughs) So in this, well, now I'm scared about delivery because it's not in front of an audience. And I'm just like telling you, I'm like, and this is what it would be like. (laughs) Imagine you're in a room filled with people. (gasps) No, hold on. Where's my phone? I don't know. This is what I can do. She's going to get her phone. She's obtained her phone. This is a a successful mission. Oh, no, it's not. She dropped it. We're failing. I dropped the case. She dropped the case. I'm trying to charge the case. Oh, you can charge the case. Fancy. All right, Kate's back. Right now. Okay. Um, so, I can play the video up until the end of the joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who took the video? Uh, my friend Manish. Nice. Thanks, Manish. He's not as good as you. Sorry, Manish. Because halfway through, he starts laughing. And <laughs> he starts pointing the camera at the wall. <laughs> well, it's all about audio. Yeah, it is all about audio. Because it's just basically for me to be able to like look back at it. Well, I took a lot of videos of cats today. Because I went to the adoption center. 
at PetSmart. Okay. Let's Is see. it this first joke, I assume? Uh, it's the second joke, but the first one's really short. Okay. So we can... Uh, Let's listen to it. Yeah. Taking a fucking nap. That was my favorite. That's a good punchline. Yeah. That's going to be your t shirt. (laughs) My t shirt. (laughs) Yeah, your merch. Oh, comedy merch. I'll be taking a fucking nap or I'll be waiting. (laughs) I'll be taking a fucking nap. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I wish I was there. I had a really good time for that one. Good. You're crushing it. Crushing it. I'm getting better. So. I might try and go and do a couple of Victoria shows soon. Definitely. I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm getting ready. Um, one guy was telling me about this one show that's like a showcase, but you don't actually, um, you don't actually get to sit in the audience for this one. Cause it's always like a packed house. And he's like, and you can't really see the audience cause the lights are really bright, but you just go in you tell them you're new, that you really want to do it. They'll give you three minutes. Once they know you, they'll give you a little longer. And I was like, okay, I can do this. Like for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Where's it at? Uh, I will tell you in the future. You don't know? Uh, you just don't want I, to tell the people. And I haven't 100% looked it up. He, like, oh, okay. he told me the information, but I haven't like followed up on the information yet. Right. So it is what it is. Yeah, you should be uh, going up everywhere you can. Yeah, 100%. I'm totally down for that. I mean, there's not a lot of opportunities to do it here. I guess there's, I heard that there's an open mic night at the vault. Um, But it, it's more all ages, so I don't know how well... Um, dicks in my ass and dildos on a stool jokes are gonna <laughs> well you could go to any open mic at any pub mm-hmm. i mean i assume a lot of them are just musicians playing a fucking guitar yeah i guess but so. why not tell some jokes exactly yeah because like everything i've heard listening to endless podcasts by comedians it's just do what you can is be up every night yeah Okay. Well, I have dogs, so I can't do that. No, I know. But as much as <laughs> Unless possible. Unless you want to volunteer to babysit my dogs on a regular basis, it's not going to happen. 
just ask Courtney. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> She'll take care of the dogs. She's like, it, I'm, we're good, girl. We're, we're fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it, it's not too much of a hassle. Like, I know it's a bit of a handle. No. <laughs> just give me the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself a girl that wants to stop and pet a dog. Like, that's how you know you got to keep her. Well, at least for like an hour a day now that these dogs just run into this house whenever the door is open. <laughs> she just sits on the floor with them. Yeah. And just cuddles them and plays with them and rubs their bellies. Yeah. Why not? It's great. The neighbor's dog's already them. and I have like a really good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> they come yeah. for their pets when I come out my door. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, are your dogs there yet? No, they're going to be there on, well, I'm going to bring them home on Sunday. Yeah. Good. Tim already said he'll help me drive them home, so. Perfect. Because no dogs are getting in my truck. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> no. give a shit. I was going to force you, but it's cool. <laughs> uh, the last time I was back at my parents, because my dad had surgery this week, and um, like we went in. I didn't see the dogs at first, but I went in until I just cuddled them and get like some love before I had to go back home. Because mm-hmm. my house is just so chaotic. And honestly, like my house is not in a state that I can really have the dogs at it right now, but I just can't stand to be away from them any longer. Yeah. Like a weird, psychotic person. Dog mom. Dog mom, yeah. And so I went in and I got my cuddles, and Holt was so excited and he was so nice. And then I went and I left. And through the door, I could hear him crying. Uh-huh. And he was just going. And it was literally, I'm sorry for your ears, listeners, but it's, uh, if you have like sensitive ears, it was literally this. <laughs> and I was like at the point where I was ready to cry. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? It's a dog. Yeah, but a dog is awesome. I like, honestly, like he's such a fucking dick. But I've never loved something so much in my entire life that I love that creature. I can't even imagine if it was like my kid, like how I'm going to be when I have a kid that I've made inside my body. If that's how much I love something that I bought online. You're going to feel so bad that you love your dog more than your child. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to turn to my husband and I'm going to be like, you know, our kid's cute and all, but like, have you seen Holt? (laughs) I mean, he peed on the floor today, but... So did the kid. (laughs) (laughs) Something with Michael is when we're together, he could not, like, deal with the dogs. Like, he just... Michael has such a short... um, What's the word? Not temper, but short... Fuse. Fuse for anything that... Attention span? No, not even attention span. Like he just can't. Any no patience. No patience. He has short patience for everything. Like if anything inconveniences him in even the littlest bit, like it's the end. Like the way that he reacts, it's like the end of the world. Like he treats it like his life is about to come crumbling down, and how it's everyone's fault but his own. And the, so the dogs. Like, the dogs aren't that misbehaved. Like, you just have to pet them and walk them and love them and do whatever. But occasionally, yeah. like, dogs are going to have accidents. Like, dogs are going to fucking piss on the floor. Well, my dogs are. <laughs> Not all dogs. But my dogs are. And, um, which, like, to me, like, it sucks. But you clean it up. 
and you move on with your it's life. It's pretty easy too. Whereas Michael would just like freak the fuck out about how like awful the dogs were. And he was always like telling me like, oh, you got to get rid of the dogs. Like you're a bad dog mom. Seriously? Yeah. And he's like, you're a bad dog mom because you work and you like, I can't imagine what he'd be like if we had had kids. I can't believe that you didn't leave him after he said that. I really loved him. Like I guess. a lot. Like the first Even year. Even more than Holt? No. Because <laughs> I. I, I had a choice to get rid of one. <laughs> Which one did I pick? Good no, I'm, point. I'm kidding. No, I, like, I did love him a lot in the beginning of our relationship. Like, the, at some point, he changed. Like, the bottom line is he changed and, like, we stopped. Maybe I changed too. People change all the People time. People change all the time. But the point is, but you're you supposed to change in together. A way that it didn't mesh. Yeah. And so. Um, and so he would like, he would come with things like, oh, like you should get rid of your dogs, like, and say like kind of dickish things like that to me. Does he not realize that you can't ask somebody who owns and loves dogs to get rid of their dogs? No. Like, like he's just not Can there. you imagine him dating a woman with a kid and being like, you know what? Your kid's really inconvenient to me. You should probably get rid rid of it like can't the kid just live with its dad <laughs> well here's the thing is because like when we first broke up like obviously like we loved each other very much mm -hmm. so like we had those conversations like what would it take for us to get back together like what are the steps like obviously it can't be this but like six months in the future what are the changes that need to be made if we've both developed and worked on ourselves yeah. and one of the things was that like i should not have the dogs he can't he can't be with me because of the dogs and that's I was like, that's a ridiculous. defining thing about our relationship. Like you've literally just sat here and told me how I'm the most caring, considerate person that you've ever met in your life that makes an effort more than anyone you've met in your life. And you're telling me you, you can't make it work because I have dogs. Even though we've been together for three years, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that is like literally an insane thing to say. Yeah and because dogs are awesome yeah and i 100 percent know that he won't listen to this and no one he yeah. knows will listen to this so i can trash talk it well i'm not really trash talking i'm just telling the truth <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i was like i'm not getting rid of my dogs i told him i was like that's not a thing that's gonna happen so if that's the factor like that's not what our future is yeah because i'm always gonna pick my dogs like i just never would zola's already been given up once she doesn't need to get given up again right like what kind of life is that for a dog like you had a family that loved you that was like nah. <laughs> that's not how they were they yeah. were just like well she'll do better in a different environment and then you come to a family that's like well one person <laughs> you. you come to a crazy lady <laughs> and another dog that's kind of a psycho uh and you fit in and people love you and then all of a sudden they're just like no again yeah like you can't do that you can't do that i can never do that the only thing that you could like if i even if like i couldn't have like a dogs where i lived if i had no place to live no matter what even the situation that i was in now i was willing to move back in with my mom yeah to keep my fucking dogs because i couldn't find an apartment exactly i was like i was willing to be homeless <laughs> to yeah. keep my dogs yeah. <laughs> and he asked you to get rid of them yeah i was willing to pay like thousands of dollars in rent that i definitely can't afford to keep my dogs <laughs> i'm like yeah yeah it's a deal breaker yeah so that's a deal breaker for me i don't know my dogs are my dogs they're jerks they're assholes they need to be trained but they're my dogs why why how did i get on that tangent dogs dogs yeah i don't know 
I might get a dog. You should. We're going to, well, we put in an application. <gasps> Can I show you a dog that I really found, I really like from the Victoria Adoptables that um, I obviously can't have, but I really want? <laughs> well, this dog that we're, like, they said we can foster this dog. Okay. I guess if we're approved and we can mm -hmm. decide if we want it. Okay. His name is Jack and he's from Mexico. Oh, that's cool. A lot of them are from that. But can I show you this other dog? Yes, you can. Uh, that it's it's a Doberman crossed with. I just discovered the coolest breed of dog. It's called a Pharaoh Hound. How big is it? Medium to big. <laughs> too big. <laughs> if we need to move, we need to be able to move with the dog. Like you had issues. Yeah. It's easier to move a small dog. Yeah. Which now I'm kind of glad that my mom talked me into getting a miniature pincher instead of a Doberman pincher. Yeah. Because yeah. I was pretty set on getting a Doberman. <laughs> Even this dog we might get is like 20 pounds and it's pretty big. Yeah. Okay. But. but You can show me the dog for okay. sure. Just but, don't show Courtney. <laughs> if you guys could see the face I just made. <laughs> she'll, love, she'll fall in love with it. It was like light bulb. <laughs> she falls in love with every dog. I'll just show Courtney. Dog. I will just show Courtney. Yeah. Okay. You could do that. There's two of them. You can have both. No, you can have one. You can pick one. <laughs> Anyone. Are they siblings? They're siblings. Well, then you have to take both. No, you don't have to. There's more than one. They're looking for homes for all of them. You don't walk into a breeder's house and be like, well, you have eight golden retrievers. I guess I have to take them all because they're siblings. You know how, know how much of a monster you sound like <laughs> right now? Separating siblings. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you put the dog in the environment that's going to be best suited for it and that it's going to make it a long, healthy life. If you can't support two dogs, don't do that. If you can support one dog and give it the happiest life that it's ever had, then 100% do that. I think we're going to start with one dog, maybe. And <laughs> it might not be a great idea. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. The then all of foster. a sudden I have three dogs because you guys have to give one up. <laughs> well, that's why we're going to foster it. Yeah. And then we can make a decision after a few weeks. That's fair. I think that's smart to see if it fits in with the home. Well, yeah, that's what my parents did with Sylvester. But the only problem is with that is Sylvester was not a great dog. He peed on everything. He didn't speak English. But they fell in love with him. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah, he came into the house and they're like, oh, he's so sweet. He's got people eyes. This one probably doesn't speak English. It's from Mexico. Yeah. Luckily, Courtney is fluent in Spanish. Oh, I was going to be like, I can tell you the word sit because that's how we figured out the other dog didn't speak English because we thought he was dumb as a stump. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, well, the ad says that it understands English, but it's from Mexico. I doubt it. Sylvester was from Southern California. You would think you'd know English. At least at the very least, he would know like, thanks, brah. Gnarly <laughs> waves out there. <laughs> <laughs> You ever take him to the ocean? He just jumps and starts surfing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just get Courtney to teach me the words that I need to know because she speaks fluent Spanish. Yeah, good for her. Yep. Um. Anyway, you want to call it a night? Let's call it. Yeah, this is a good one. Well, I had a good time at least. I mean, it wasn't well thought out. It was a very exciting mystery. It was a very exciting mystery. It's still afoot. Yeah. I'm going to solve it. Once I get a rich lawyer, daddy. Doesn't have to be my daddy. Just someone who lets me call him daddy. <laughs> Fantastic. Bye, friends.